Hello, this is Catherine and you're listening to The Thoughtful Runner. A double bill of podcasts this week, inspired by being thoroughly cooped up in the snow and being forced to look more inwardly than normal. As the last Chinook airdrops water to a remote Yorkshire village, and somewhere under a Surrey A-road, the last burst pipe is repaired. The images of a nation blanketed in the white stuff have already faded to memory. I'm sitting in the South Bank Centre on a sunny afternoon. The March sunshine is pouring through the glass and warming my arms, bouncing off a greenish Thames and sparkling on the bright Portland stone of Somerset House. A week ago, all this was snow. Regent's Canal was frozen over, just like the fabled days of the 1860s, when grain and hops and coal barges would have stood still on its surface. Regent Street was an icy wonderland and snow was the nation's favourite topic. I was, obviously, up a mountain in Wales when it started coming down. I sat in the car for a couple of hours, scribbling in my notebook and making occasional forays out as the flakes grew heavier and the sky turned thick and amorphous. The wind turbines loomed silently through the clouds like ships upon a gaseous sea, mumbling only on occasion, uncanny and serene, and then dissolving. The silhouettes upon the horizon were swallowed as I watched the scene unfold. Before mid-morning we were out of there, and I made it back to Sussex before the worst set in. I awoke the next morning to the unmistakable, muffled sound of snow. Early morning footsteps already dotted the pavements. A little grit had been thrown down on the road, and the train slunk along the tracks slowly, as if embarrassed to be running at all. No running today, I thought. And yet, as soon as the sun came out, I enthusiastically threw on a few layers and managed a sparklingly uplifting walk. The sharp, fresh air was invigorating, the dogs dancing with wild excitement in the fields. Everyone I met was grinning and buoyant at this sudden departure from all things ordinary, taking careful steps this way and that to avoid the slippy frozen patches. The sensation of that prickly powder flung upon your cheeks by the wind, the irresistible crack of an icy puddle, or the snow compacting beneath your shoe seems endlessly exciting. But the novelty quickly wears off. When this happens, a sort of mass panic ensues, and some desperately seek to battle the enforced inactivity that snow can bring. Whipped into a frenzy of cabin fever, Facebook becomes a whiteout of various suburban snow-covered gardens, or watery one-upmanship. Thus, unable to look online for any other sort of cheap dopamine hit, one is forced to look into one's own home of all places. And when so many are confined there, the most sensible people get down to the business of making fires and possibly drinking everything in sight. And for others, the frustration of being confined becomes all too much to bear. I was denied my runs, but I was also ill, so when walking became less of a decent prospect with the next heavy lot of snowfall, I did a vast amount of yoga and pilates and felt doubly rotten to boot. And yet the most alarming thing about this whole snow business is actually the terror at being so abruptly confronted with oneself. Normally, at times of emotional turmoil, I turn to the pavement for a good run to balance it all out. Without that option to hand, I was eaten alive by my own thoughts. How horrid. And whilst I'm being honest, it also struck me that, as much as I harp on about running being a wonderful place to process thoughts and feelings and nurture good mental health, if I can't do without it, then it's obviously crossed the line to become more of a crutch than a handy tool or hobby. Snow can be good, though. Cooped up, with silence all around, and nowhere to hide, we are presented with a fantastic opportunity to slow down and reflect upon our inner worlds. If work and travel and socialising and exercising are prevented, then all evasive tactics are foiled. 
But honestly, I do find it terrifying. I suppose because life is busy and I'm not used to having downtime that isn't running. And so this snow-inspired period of inactivity has led me to an uncomfortable but ultimately helpful reflection. What have I been avoiding when I'm so busy being a thoughtful runner? And equally, what joys are yet to unfold with a slightly less blinkered view of inactivity? As one who has recently gone through a bit of a transitional period of life, what remembered feelings might I find after peeling through the layers of uncomfortable self-reflection? Whilst already so far away from one version of myself, and yet more myself than ever, I spend a lot of time trying to feel good. And running is a big part of that. So the snow days were miserable from where I was sitting, contemplating my future. And yet, when the snow melted, the sparkle returned inside and out. I appreciated going outside, and not having to look at Facebook quite so much. Perhaps there's something to be said for standing still every now and then. Just not all the time.